Hey, what's up, Columbus? Welcome back to Columbus Cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. And you're listening to Columbus Cast. We're getting a little bit more professional this week as we're not recording on our cell, phone. uh, cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this should hopefully sound a little bit less like a recorded phone call and a little bit more like a recorded Skype conversation because that's what it is. <laughs> yep. So let's, we'll see how it works. So um, we'll just get right into it. Sounds good. What did you do this weekend? Well, we, um, Julia, went to Italian Market Village, Italian Village Market. I always get that mixed up. And we tried their new um, pop-up dairy dose, and it was just as good as I thought it would be, if not better. It was phenomenal. Yeah. The onion petals were so good. They're kind of like onion rings, but they were like so much better onion to fried crumbs or whatever they use mm-hmm. absolutely perfect yeah totally that. and that hot dog was delicious as well yeah i got the corn dog um which had like black raspberry jellish on it jelly what am i saying jelly. no relish it was like a jelly relish i don't know um and it was so good because the corn the cornbread, like, batter actually tasted like cornbread, so this sweet um, blackberry relish, like, really brought out the sweet notes, but then there was, like, cheese on top also that really brought out, like, the savory of the hot dog. I don't know. That was that was really good, and then I also had the waffle fries, which I think are their, like, more casual take on their um, usual menu staple, which is waffle fries with brie and honey which is, like, to die for, but um, these waffle fries had, like, pub whiz cheese and Parmesan and, like, who knows what else. It was heavenly. It was amazing. Ugh, they were so good. I'm honestly, like, thinking about, like, do I want to eat that for dinner tonight? Mm. Potentially. We'll see how the day goes. If I need cheese to, uh, like, cheer me up, I might go for a grilled cheese there because I, I did want to try that as well. Yeah, I'd be happy to, you know, walk over and deliver an event. <laughs> be a nice way to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so one other thing I did this weekend was I went to Bonifacio for the first time, which is on King Avenue, and it's Filipino cuisine, and it's so good. And it's cool because it's in an old Tim Hortons, so they're not open oh. dine-in yet, but we walked there, and we walked through the drive through to pick it up. We're That's like, cool. Getting really nervous because you know how McDonald's and they won't let you walk through a drive-through. Not let you do it. It's like so. a liability issue. Yeah, they let us. They let us do this. Unless that wasn't allowed, then pretend like I didn't say that because <laughs> and I don't want them to get in trouble. So is that the place that they do the um, banana leaves and yeah. it's called the boot? Okay, so it's called Boodle Night. I think we've talked about it like a really long time ago on the podcast, but and I didn't really like think about it and put two and two together. But two cool things about Bonifacio: one, they're supposed to have really good ice cream sandwiches. Like mm-hmm. BuzzFeed did an article about like the best ice cream sandwiches in the country, and they were on it. But they're not serving them right now because they're not open for dine-in. And then mm-hmm. also Boodle Night, where you get a bunch of food and you like eat off banana leaves and with your hands. Yeah, um, they're doing a take-home version, so you yeah. can order it in advance and take home and then like cover your um table, table with 
banana leaves and eat like you're in the restaurant, which I think is so cool because I've been really into the TikToks lately that have um, been doing the nachos. Yep, I've seen it. So so I'm like, this could be, this could be acceptable for a 25 year old to do. Nacho That's like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I um I heard a lot of really great things about their boodle night, like pre-COVID. I know they would sit like tables of eight, and if you came with like two people, then you'd sit next to people that you didn't know, and you'd be eating a meal together like with your hands. Thinking of that now, like during COVID, is the most terrifying, cringy, yeah. like oh my god, no, um, no, just no. <laughs> but I think it's a really cool like experience. It's that's what it is. It's an experience. You're not just getting a dinner. You're getting like a dining experience, which we love to see. Yeah, totally. Um, awesome. What else did I do this weekend? Did I do anything? Saturday? Not really. Saturday, I chilled. We love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just get into the to the news then. Okay. Where where should we start this week? I think we start with the fact that our water was literally poisoned for the past uh, and no one told us. I just was like, I woke up and I read that and I was like, really 2020? Really? Well, I didn't see it like from an official source. I saw it from social media and how right. to it. So it was like really frustrating that. Yeah, a lot of people... Right, a lot of people have been saying that, like, during the Black Lives Matter protests downtown, which, I mean, they're still happening, but, like, when they were happening to the size and, you know, there was, like, curfew, the city was pushing out, put, like, texts saying, you know, curfew is coming, please go inside, and people were, like, outraged that they didn't consider this an emergency when our water was potentially contaminated with lead and sewage. It's, like, ew yuck gross and they're like okay boil it it's easy but like boiling it doesn't do anything for lead it's like flint 2020 flint all over again Mm -hmm. yeah but i mean it was funny too because you look at um someone pointed out that like the dispatch was too busy reporting about like the big 10 calling it off that they totally like didn't report on the water which was so true they were so into like we gotta give up get all the quotes and like keep talking about football that they completely forgot that there was like a public health issue on hand that was like very immediate and needed to be like broadcasted but it's just crazy i mean maybe it's because like the majority of people i feel like the majority of people that were impacted it was mostly like the southern part of columbus definitely like lmi areas people who you know there's I don't know. It's ha- it was half and half because it was like I mean you had German Village, the Short North, Harrison West, Grandview, like yeah, populations probably of like people that don't read the newspaper because they're like a lot of our age, but then also yeah. of, like lower income. So anyway, it was interesting to see. Do better, Columbus. That's all I got to say. Yep. So uh, you mentioned one other thing there, Julia. Should we talk about it, or do you want to just cry while I share the news that not only did Big Ten as like a committee conference thank you not only did they um, decide not to host a season this year they did share that they were going to quote-unquote explore other options and then um, OSU kind of came out and said hey listen we're not exploring any other options there are no other options this is the safest thing to do this is our only choice we are just going to um, now play this season 
RIP. Yeah. It's... It's something I'm really frustrated on, and I could probably rant about it for way too long, so I'll keep it... I mean, we'll give you... You know what? Say your piece. Say your piece, Julia. I'll say two things. One, um, I wish the NCAA would come out and say, instead of pretending this is about the students and about their opportunities, say, no, this is about economics, because if we don't have a football season, a lot of local hotels are going to suffer, a lot of local businesses, a lot of people are going to be out of a job, like... This is a lot of money that schools bring in. Like, I wish they would address it from that point and say, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, you know, this this pays our salaries, and we'd like to, right? And especially, I think about like all the hotels in this area that have been suffering probably for the past like couple months due to COVID. Now mm-hmm. that they make a lot of money from OSU's football season, they don't get that. It's rough. Um, so I, I just would like them to flat out say it. Stop trying to pretend this is about the athletes because it was never about the athletes. Right. The other thing is I'm just getting sick of like they deserve a season. Like they've worked hard. They've done what they're supposed to and they're putting up with the conditions. It's like we were all doing our best mm-hmm. and putting up with COVID and doing all that stuff. So there's a lot of things we deserve. I would frankly say I deserve to go to Europe in a month. But guess yeah. what I don't get to do. So Yeah. Because I've been quarantining, I've been doing everything I'm supposed to, you know, washing my hands and wearing my mask, just like all the football players, but, you know, it is what it is. So that that's my piece on that. Well, thank you for sharing. We respect your feelings, and that is a really good point about the economic uh, impact that it will have. I think Mike DeWine was tweeting about it, and he said it was a sad day for all of Buckeye Nation, and when he said that, it kind of, like, that like it's where the light bulb came up for me and I'm like oh as a governor when you're thinking of like your you know GDP of your state or whatever yeah that is a big source of income because when you said all of Buckeye Nation obviously that means not just people in Columbus mm-hmm. um so yeah I think that the governor is like still coming to terms with that fact too yeah. it's just everything is shaping out to look so different than we hoped I remember like a couple months ago when they canceled the fair and I was like, no way, we're going to be out of this by then. Yeah, it's, Remember? it's frustrating because, you know, we could get into this, but we don't need to. It's It feels like we could be out of this if, if certain things had happened or certain things were taken more seriously. But, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, at least we have hockey. So, okay, let's talk about it. Um, the Blue Jackets went into five overtimes. Okay, so I saw someone tweet and they said this hockey game was like a CVS receipt. And I was like dying laughing. I hadn't watched the game, but that was like the only recap that I needed. I was like, oh, okay, I guess it was long. Yeah, I mean, for reference, the game started at three and ended around nine o'clock. Like, it was dang. Maybe they were just trying to get in, like, all that extra play time that they had missed for the past couple months. You know, they're like, we want our screen time, damn it. Yeah, but Seth Jones um, set a record. Seth for Jones, my boyfriend. <laughs> um, and Kopi, who's, like, the goalie, he had 88 saves, which is just, like, unreal. That's amazing. But we won, right? Now we lost. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, that's so frustrating. Imagine yeah, how frustrating you'd feel to play for six hours and then lose. Yeah, it it sucks because when you get playing that long, it's um, just a game of like endurance. It's like who yeah. and who has more stamina. It's basically who makes the mistake first because you start playing so much slower. I mean, you're still playing NHL hockey, so it's fast, but you start to play slower, so the goalies are able to kind of 
see and anticipate your shots a lot more. Yeah. So it's kind of like who who makes the first mistake and the the goal ended like really poorly because there was a bad officiating call and then also um somebody got hurt like there at the end. So Darn. it sucked, but you know, we play again in in today on today, Thursday <laughs> at 3 p.m. That's that's pretty soon. Um well very cool. Yeah. Sounds yeah, we'll good. But it's nice to have. How's baseball been doing? Do you have any updates on that? I'm paying attention. Honestly, like, I like baseball. My problem is I don't have any access to watch these games. I've been trying. I tried to watch Blue Jackets play the other night when they were playing the Maple Leafs. um, And the people who provide me my (laughs) internet subscription uh, channels, aka my parents, um, switched from one to another and I don't have access to like Columbus sports now and it's sad. So yeah, that's where it's like I've been. Le- there will be times where um, shout out to mom and dad for let letting me you know their YouTube TV. They don't have like the right sports channels because they're in DC, but we make it do. We make it work. Um, and I tried to watch it on like antenna the other day, and like antenna sucks nowadays. There's like two channels. It wasn't even on there. So anyway, enough of us complaining. Um, yeah, you had. I think you had one other thing you wanted to share. Yeah, I just had two more things of new things that are opening in Grandview um so very this has been a very Grandview centered podcast but that's okay basically Brothers Drake is opening a new location in Grandview and I'm not sure if it says they're moving so I'm guessing the one in the short north is closing but they're gonna take over the old um CrossFit gym so I think that'll be a cool location I just I just remembered right now that um, they actually have a second location in Polaris. I forgot oh. that they opened that one a while ago. And I haven't been to that one since it opened. It's like near the Cohatch Hub or in the Cohatch Hub, which we were planning on going to soon um, for the Yes Columbus event. Yeah. So, um, so this will be their third location if they're not closing down sure. there. Right. Polaris. Yep stays open whatever basically pretty cool um and then also there's a place called basic biscuits also coming to grandview and they're open for carry out right now um but they look good as well love a good biscuit awesome and then um prince and pints is coming up too yeah that was my event this weekend is prince and pints which if you don't know what that is or you're new to listening to the podcast it's where a bunch of breweries um team up with a local artist and printer and develop kind of these nice little posters and prints that look very very cool and they sell them at the german village uh daily growler so that is this weekend as well awesome that's all i had yeah just keeping it short and columbus being columbus oh my gosh go jackets right yeah we want something to cheer for at this point for real but Stay safe, stay healthy. Stay safe, stay healthy. Just so everyone knows listening, if you're listening to this, the um, boiler advisory was lifted. So, yeah, it's no longer, but I mean, you can always just boil your water and be safe. Why not? YOLO. (laughs) Peace out, Columbus. Okay, talk to you next week. Bye, Julia.